Hello, everyone. I'm Tyler Cressman, and welcome to the Cressman Conversation. First off, thank you guys for, or hopefully for, not minding my September off. It was good to decompress a little bit and took some time, went on a couple of vacations. It was great. And I appreciate y'all for not giving me too hard of a time about it. But we're back. The world didn't stop spinning when we left. So we have a lot to talk about. We're going to try and do a bunch of episodes thinking about the format. Probably going to do a few quick 10-minute episodes the next week or so. Try and catch up on some of these stories. And today, we're going to talk about Joe Biden and his terrible foreign policy. So when Donald Trump was in office, all we heard from the media and from people on the left was that world leaders didn't respect him. They didn't like him. He alienated us from our allies, that Donald Trump was making a mess of United States foreign policy. In my opinion, Donald Trump's foreign policy was actually his strongest thing. I think that he did the best in this area. I thought he actually did a really good job. So let's just real quick run down some accomplishments that he had. He signed the first major peace deal in the Middle East in 30 years. He normalized relations between Israel and Bahrain, the United Arab Emirates, Serbia, Kosovo. He had a couple other Middle Eastern countries lined up that probably were going to normalize relations had the Middle East not become the mess it is under Biden. He, excuse me, he was incredibly tough on China, who is our major, the, the biggest threat to the United States right now is China. He was very tough on China. He did some things I don't like. I don't, I'm not a big fan of tariffs, but he organized tariffs on Chinese goods. He worked with our European partners to try and get them to go along with the United States in being tough on China when it came to trade, which is our best way of fighting China right now. He even went so far as to sell arms to Taiwan, which some presidents shy away from because that is directly in conflict with the Chinese. And despite what people say about how European leaders viewed Trump against United States goods by the European Union in over 20 years, and he went after the World Trade Organization for their unfair practices. So, all in all, I thought, um, I thought Donald Trump did a really good job of with his foreign policy. And by contrast, Joe Biden has done a terrible job. It is ridiculously bad. People have said coming into office that he was a foreign policy expert. I thought that was ridiculous because he seems to be wrong about every foreign policy decision for the last 40 years. But that's what people told me. That's what they said coming in. He was going to fix foreign policy because he knew... He knows how it works. He knows everything. He's been to Afghanistan, people would tell me. He knows what's going on over there. Joe Biden, the world leaders, look at Joe Biden like the doddering old fool that he is. It is insane. Joe Biden was publicly condemned by members of the British Parliament for his bungling of Afghanistan. We kept our allies, our British allies, in the dark about the United States plans and basically cause Britain and Canada and 
some of our other coalition forces. I think uh, Britain and Canada were the two that come to mind. But we left their troops behind. Britain had to run search and rescue missions into Kabul to get their people out. And because of this, the British Parliament condemned Joe Biden in Parliament. The, the British politicians, by the way, I don't know if many of my American listeners know this, but British politicians are ruthless. They take it to a different level. We think American politicians can be snarky and snide. British politicians, they lay it all out. And so if you look up some of the comments that the people in the British Parliament made about Joe Biden, you would be shocked. So he, our closest ally in the world is Britain, and he angered them so badly with this Afghanistan thing. And then in the last couple weeks, he has pissed off the French worse than we ever have in history. So two of our closest allies, you could make an argument that our closest ally is Britain, followed by Germany, Japan, and France. Those would probably be our closest allies in the world. He's made all of them mad, but Britain, our closest ally, and France. France is so mad at us. They've done things that they have never done in their entire history. Why are they mad? France had a deal. France was going to sell 12 diesel-powered submarines to Australia. This is a big deal for France. And the United States, along with Britain, went into secret negotiations with the French and basically undercut the French. And Australia came out and announced that they instead were going to do a deal with the United States. Deal in France because France... Uh, France is on the verge of some elections, and this deal would cost them $66 billion that they were going to make from Australia, and we didn't tell them about it at all. We didn't bring the French in. We basically minimized their involvement in combating China, which is what this is about, as well as took $66 billion away from them and made them look like fools on the world stage. So there's a bunch of reasons why the United States would do this. The United States does have a strategic interest in selling Australia submarines. This is, we only share our nuclear submarine te uh, technology with Britain. So it's a big deal to bring a third country into that or bring Australia into that. I don't know how I feel about that right now with Australia being the way that it is, but there is a strategic reason why Australia is important because right now China is really ramping up its Navy. They are looking to it it appears that they're looking for looking towards empire that's what it looks like they the way that they are mobilizing their military makes one believe that they are looking for the future and realizing that there's no one around them who can stop them from doing whatever they want which is true unless larger countries get involved so we are bringing Australia into a strategic alliance with us to combat China in that area of the world by giving them our nuclear submarine technology that no one else in the world has. So that's why. It, I mean, we make a little bit of money, but sharing this big military technology with Australia is a big deal. Obviously, China's very upset about it, which is fine. We don't care if we piss off the Chinese. But what we shouldn't have done is piss off one of our allies, so when we push them to the side, when we push France to the side, we make them look small on the world stage. 
we hurt their little French egos, which is understandable because we just cost them $66 billion and we're supposed to be very close allies with Emmanuel Macron, who is the president of France, as well as just the French people in general. They're supposed to be our closest ally. Well, they didn't like what we did and they didn't like it so much that France actually recalled their ambassadors from both Australia and the U.S., this is the first time they have done this since they first established relations with the United States government in 1786. That is how mad they are. They, they've never done this in the history of the United States in relations to France. France helped us win a revolution. They, help us, they helped us beat the British. We probably could not have won without the French intervention in the Revolutionary War. And since that time, they've been one of our closest allies. Now... It uh, not great, not a great look for them to recall their ambassadors. Joe Biden was able to smooth things out with a phone call a little bit. The ambassador to the United States has actually been sent back, but Emmanuel Macron is still so mad at Australia that he hasn't taken the calls of the president down there yet. So the ambassador still is not, has not returned to Australia. This this kind of stuff is what Joe Biden has done. He makes unilateral moves that do not involve anyone else's input or support and then alienates our allies. Now, you can say what you want about Donald Trump. Donald Trump made unilateral moves. But that was also, he told you he was going to do this. He said, we are going to act in America's interest. We're going to do what's right for America. And you are going to just have to deal with it because the United States is sick of taking a backseat and doing what's wrong. I do not disagree with selling this technology to Australia. I, let me rephrase that. I don't know how I feel about the nuclear submarines. I don't disagree with making deals that are good for America. That's fine. But there are ways to do this that do not... They were going to be this mad. Well... What did you think they were going to do? $66 billion is not an insignificant amount of money. And to surprise them with this, to not have a courtesy phone call. Joe Biden is supposed to be the diplomat in chief, right? He's supposed to be the guy who knows how to talk to world leaders. He has done a terrible job of that. After this Afghanistan thing, he didn't take calls from anyone in the world, didn't take calls from any world leader for days. Just left everyone else in the world in the dark. And this is the guy who's supposed to be the great unifier. It makes the United States look weak and inept when our allies come out and publicly condemn us. It cannot be overstated how detrimental his foreign policy is going to be to the future of the United States. This is the stuff that makes the United States look bad. It's not, it's not Donald Trump being Donald Trump, being boisterous, being bombastic talking in hyperbole it's that's not what makes the united states look bad because his policies were great his policies were were perfect this makes the united states look terrible when our our closest allies in the world come out and say they can't trust what the united states is doing and they they question our judgment that's bad but look hey no more mean tweets right guys donald trump's gone so it's all great. The adults are back in charge. But it turns out the adults are suffering from old person's disease. They don't know what's going on. And so we put the adults in charge of the nursing home. 
is what's happening. And uh, no one's getting their medications. You're forgetting to turn the people who are bedridden. They're getting sores. That's what Joe Biden's doing. He's now in charge of the nursing home and running it as though... some terrible nursing homes he's running it like one of those nursing homes you see on 60 minutes that does an undercover thing where they find out that the residents are are the workers are punching the residents that's the that's the nursing home joe biden is running right now that's how world leaders see it too they're 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 not other world leaders are not stupid you might not like the policies of the germans or the french or you might think that even the leader of name a country venezuela or Haiti. You might think that these guys are stupid based on the policies that they implement. But you're not stupid if you get to rise to the top of a country. You can't be completely mentally inept. So when they look around and they look at what the United States is doing, they see that we are in crisis mode domestically and abroad. The United States, the only thing that we have, the only thing is our reputation. The reason why the United States is the leader of the world is because people believe we are. If that goes away, I don't know what the future of this country is, but it's scary to think about a world without the United States. The United States is the greatest hope for the future of the world. A strong United States means to a better, safer world. A weaker United States means a worse world. So let's hope Joe Biden figures it out. And quits doing what he's done the past two weeks. Gets the French and the British and the Germans and their new leadership. Gets everybody on board and stops pissing off our allies. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think he realizes that what he does has consequences. I think that he thinks that everyone just supports his policies. And so because his policies are so popular, he can just do whatever he wants. And all everyone in the world will just applaud him. Because that's all the media did in the lead up to him getting elected. Is every time he went to the ice cream parlor and picked out an ice cream flavor. Everyone just clapped. Oh, my God, look at Joe Biden. He likes vanilla ice cream. Wow. Clap, clap, clap. And he's not used to all this criticism, and he doesn't handle it well, and he doesn't even realize that there's a giant section of the population that finds him doddering. So we're going to leave it there for the day. The takeaway from this is that we need strong leadership we need strong partners we need strong allies and we do not have them we are doing a great job of running them away running them off we've opened the car door and we're yelling at the dog to get out don't come back and we we love that dog we need that dog to stay around but we're doing a really bad job guys we need to figure it out joe biden needs to figure it out we're going to leave it there for the day. I have a couple topics coming up that I would really like to talk about. I know I've seen some suggestions from a lot of people talking about vaccine mandates. That is a giant one that I find very upsetting. We'll probably have to talk about that coming up here in the next few days. Um, but other than that, we're going to leave it there. Hope you guys have a fantastic day. And I will catch you on the next episode.